I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us today is producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen, and glad I got the job yeah, back. Yeah, well, I was, yeah. Yes. I, I felt like I came off a little aggressive a couple weeks ago. I've been thinking about it for the last two weeks. It's actually kept me up at night, so I'm reinstating you as producer Joe. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate cheers it. Cheers to you, yeah. I'll do half as good a job as I did Perfect. before. So. so we got Doc back for a day, and then we lost him. No Doc sure. today. But it's not a Doc kind of day. This no. is a day for poets, for dreamers, for lovers, not, not Doc's purview. Yeah. Doc's mind's always lost in the hard, cold facts of science. Yes. yes. And sex, yes, bidets. and body waste management, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. not his sort of thing. No, but we do have a special guest coming we in do. soon. We do. We're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And today we are celebrating a couple of really important things. Actually, number one, it is uh, Have a Bagel Day. So I don't know if you yes. guys have already celebrated this morning, but I, I missed out on that. Okay, one. well next year, uh, and it is actual actually National Noodle Ring Day. So I'm not really sure what kind of noodle ring they're talking about. When I think of noodles, I think of the, what you swim with, but maybe there's a ring as well. I don't know, noodle ring. Um, And then for you, Joe, I thought of you when I saw this. It is actually International Mountain Day. Awesome. Yeah, as a man of the mountains. Man of the international the, mountains. The mountains. This and the international day. mountains. Yeah. It is pretty much your day. It's like, it feels like my day. It's Joe's day. <laughs> yeah. You, well, you got Joe a noodle ring. I did. did. You got me on a mountain with a noodle, noodle ring. ring. <laughs> That's worth it. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey, everybody. Don't be a freaking manus. Buy me a beer. Not a freaking coffee. Go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on Buy Me a Beer, which is gracias. That's Buy Me a Beer. Click the link on the website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. When you do, you help support our podcast. You help us keep doing this. It's appreciated. I like beer, the podcast.com. And as long as we're saying four, things. Four, 14 days left of shopping, right? There stuff's there. It's there. It's just waiting. Yeah. Everyone wants it. It's, it's in the, the warehouse. It's at the, the top of everyone's list. waiting to pass it out, put yep. it in boxes yep. and mail it out to you. Uh, check out our store. And, you know, there's other ways to support us. You can, you can go to the store. Yeah. You can click on the website as many times as you can for the yeah. traffic. Uh, Try that out because just to see how many you can. Fun, and then yeah, just to yeah, let us yeah, know. Yeah, We're going to yeah. see what the world record is on how many times you can click on our uh, on our stuff. You can buy us a beer on there. No, you can. Or you can be like uh, the listener Rod and, and, just and really us buy us a beer because yeah. we're drinking Half Dome by Tioga Sequoia Brewing Company, Half Dome, the strawberry version. Yeah. I'm assuming Half Dome is a reference to Yosemite. It has the picture right there. Oh, that is then. It's a great beer. I didn't get to see the can. I just been drinking the beer. So thank you, Rod, for sending this along. Cheers to uh, Fresno. The Fresno kid, as as they say. (laughs) And let's welcome back to the IOB studio our friend, author, host of Roast West Coast, our book and beer buddy, Ryan Wolt. Have I been on this show before? Yeah, virtually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Virtually. I believe virtually. It was so memorable. We remember it, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Boy. Sorry wow. about that. We were returning on your show. Yes, we've been on your show. You were on our show, and we recorded it all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, when we were trying to figure out how to do our very first Zoom stuff. Yeah. Yeah. At the very beginning, because yeah. I remember I was at the top of my stairs with that darn bird going off and yeah. trying to keep it quiet and. Uh, 
Yeah. It does all kind of blend in that whole Zoom time. So <laughs> I might have started I see drinking it. beers before the yeah. show. Yeah. And Back it's just sort of got It blurry. seemed like it, honestly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, That's probably archived somewhere. People yeah. can't listen to that. Anymore. We'll bring it back up. <laughs> well, welcome to our in-studio podcast for the very first time. But you've been a part of our lives since the very beginning of COVID. Uh, we were Probably the best up. thing to come out of COVID for me personally, right? Yeah, <laughs> met you. So uh, I mean, it's a low bar. To be honest with you, well, it was a horrible time. This is as good as it gets. <laughs> yeah, but I'll take it. Yeah. And and what do you think of Half Dome with Strawberry? Uh, my first drink was quite lovely. I you mentioned it before. You didn't know that I liked fruit beers, but I quite quite appreciate one. Oh, I think it's tasty. Yes, it's, right, it's very tasty. And Ryan has a wealth of beer drinking, beer service experience. I well, do. beer drinking experience, too. I have a lot of both. Yeah. Um, I did drink beer professionally for quite a long time. I grew up in the restaurant business. I ran craft beer bars in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, California. Uh, I may unintentionally be responsible for Untapped. I just figured <laughs> this out today. Oh, nice. Oh. Uh, I started a beer blog about... 10, 12, 13 years ago. I uh, had a very inappropriate name. I'm not going to say it on the air. Uh, but the goal was to try a new beer what, what every single day. Uh, it gives the, all, I mean, tease it a little. The first uh, letter was B in the first word, and the first letter of the second word was also B. Uh, and it relates a lot to your show last week. Okay. Uh, but I, my, my goal was to try 365 new beers. New beers to me. I was nice. just into it. I was really excited. Um, and I ended up trying like 400 and some, but I, I tracked them every day. I had a ranking right. system. Nice. My ranking system is also not safe for air. Uh, <laughs> but ultimately it was very similar to the untapped you see today, but it was like an, an OG blog. OG yeah. blog form. I and, like it. And no yeah. badges. Uh, no badges, okay. uh, no, pre, pre badges. They, yeah. they stepped it up a notch yeah. for that. He didn't but need any badges. He didn't, we don't need <laughs> any stinking badges. That's, <laughs> but that's we need badges. We oh, definitely need badges. <laughs> Well, that we met, we're meeting with the founder of Untapped. That's right. The, the unofficial, yeah. unofficial founder. Unofficial, unpaid consultants. Uh, appreciate We've it. been the unofficial, unpaid founders of many, th a many lot of great stuff. ideas. Absolutely. A lot of stuff. <laughs> so, Ryan, among other things, as long as we're on the beer part of it, you made a return to the Great American Beer Fest this year. And, and I want to hear about that return. And I want it ranked. Was it a triumphant return? Was it just a, a good return? Good return. Perhaps ill-advised return, or was it a terrible lapse of judgment on your part? No, it was quite, uh, it was a, a advised return. I don't know if that's good or bad, but uh, it was different. You know, I've been to maybe six Great American Beer Fests now, um, and this one was my first post-COVID. I've been pretty locked down the last few years, and this was kind of the first, not the first big event I've been to, but the first big beer event, and it was definitely different. Uh, the vibe was different. The space was different. There was a lot of regions of the country that maybe didn't attend. Uh, so the number of breweries seemed to be down and there was a lot of empty space. And while that was kind of a, a downer, to be honest, I was kind of surprised and just like, wow, this is not what I remember. The people that were there were still really excited and really enthusiastic. And there was a food and beer pairing downstairs. It used to be in the main hall with everything else. But I think during COVID, they started separating things out and making it a little bit more spaced. And that was awesome. It was just a craft food, craft beer, 
all paired together, maybe 30 or 40 breweries underneath the main floor. And it was going on while the actual uh, Great American Beer Fest was going on upstairs. And so you could kind of, if you had the right ticket, you could go in between the mm-hmm. two, you know, take an escalator up and down. But there was maybe 150 people down there. It nice. wasn't that busy. And so I could walk up, get a great beer and a great piece of pizza, talk to the chef, talk to the brewer. Um, I actually ended up chatting with Paul Segura from Carl Strauss. Probably the longest conversation we've ever had, but it happened all the way in Colorado. So (laughs) uh, I would say that that was, excuse me, that was a success. Can't talk. That was a success. Um, The bigger change, too, was the the entire community. You could tell that they are struggling to come back Mm. from COVID with this event. You know, it used to be a whole three, four, five-day extravaganza every beer bar every brewery was having events and parties around town and breakfasts and gatherings and that was all very muted this year so while i was glad i was there it was definitely a oh the world is different mm-hmm. all right well thank and you. now that we're all bummed out yeah, yeah. <laughs> well no it, it, it happened yeah. you met good people you had great beer that it's I, just different it is definitely different you know the first time i went to great american beer fest it was last minute i got a phone call and uh from my father who's a a a very great man, but not a great communicator. <laughs> and he said, Hey, you know, your cousin, Don. And I said, no, I've never heard of him. And he said, Oh, well, he lives in Colorado. Have you ever heard of the great American beer fest? And I was like, uh, yeah, it's like my world series. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, well, Don said you could come and you could stay at his house for free. And he's got tickets for you. And I said, that's amazing. Who's Don? <laughs> Turns out he's a family member who, for the last decades, has been helping build all of the taps and all the systems that build Great Great American Beer Fest. And so uh, three days later, I found myself uh, at Great American Beer Fest, and it was just overwhelming and the chaos and and wonderful. So So when we go... Don. We gotta take Ryan and we gotta find Don. That's it. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. And we'll just tell him we're related to him. Because apparently no one in the yeah. family knows. Yeah, we're a cousin. Yeah, yeah we're your cousin. cousin. Yeah. Uh, we're just saying that was cousin. Sitting Ryan. at the end of the bar at Strange Brewing Company uh, okay. near downtown. I Perfect. promise you. Perfect. Sounds easy to find. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, tell us what you've been up to. I have been weirdly busy. Um, I've been struggling to finish a book, so that finally happened about a week ago. Your reading skills are coming out long nicely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading the same book for decades. Uh, no, I wrote a third. Oh, you wrote a book. Uh, I wrote a book. Okay. Uh, finally finished it, and um, I'm happy that it's off my plate in time for the holidays, and so I can just focus on the drinking. And um, so that's been really big, and I've been working on Roast West Coast, which is my coffee podcast network. We have three or four shows now, a bunch of great interviews. We do education. We do all kinds of stuff there. And just growing those and trying to figure out how to make a living doing it. That's what I've been up to. Nice. So the third is the book you have just finished. Is that the third installment of Eli and Jane. It's the third and last installment of Eli and Jane. Excellent. Uh, unlike the first two, which were more of like a modern love road trip story, this one features a lot of murder. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So Take much turn. <laughs> As they so work through murder. their relationship. Yeah, that happens. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's, like, it's the culmination of, uh, of this couple's story, yeah. and most of it takes place in Joshua Tree National Park. Nice. Nice. Oh. 
I'm excited. We've been yeah. excited. We've been uh, waiting. Been great books. The we first keep... two have been enjoyed yeah. by uh, all. Everyone in my family has enjoyed them, so they're waiting on this third one. Well, talking about the business part, the reason I set it in Joshua Tree was because then I went camping in Joshua Tree a bunch of times, and I wrote it off. Nice. And it was, was awesome. Smart. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to figure out how, how to do that for our next two road trips. That's true. For yes. our big trips. So, and so you got three different coffee podcasts. So you're drinking a lot of coffee. We that, have. that should help promote does that help with the writing <laughs> you would think so uh i generally write better with a beer almost always I, i'm a nighttime writer uh but the coffee podcast we have coffee smarter which is like education if you want to learn how to make a good cup of coffee you listen to coffee smarter uh, if you want to be inspired and learn about how people get into the industry or uh, become entrepreneurs who think they, they go from drinking a cup to thinking i could open my own coffee shop that's Coffee People. Uh, we now have Coffee Smarter Pro, which is industry specific <laughs> for those people. And we have Coffee With, which has actually been our most popular show, uh, where we just have a cup of coffee with someone interesting. The first one was uh, with a gentleman named Matt Hankus, 40-year-old father of two physical therapists. Uh, we interviewed him a month after he had a heart transplant wow. and just kind of what that's like and that experience and, and did it over a cup of coffee. And so... That's been uh, doctors say it's okay to have coffee. Yeah. They didn't say it wasn't okay. <laughs> yeah. You might want to check not out our job. Not our job. I'm not a doctor. Uh, I have to say that a lot, actually, that I am not a doctor on my show. Uh, but uh, as you dispense medical advice, but it's been really enjoyable. It's, it's really just a chance to meet people and talk to people. And uh, the whole podcasting thing for me came out of COVID because I was at home suddenly without a job. How do I stay connected to the world without leaving my house? And here we are. Well, I've listened to your show for since we first met, and you do a great job with it, and it's changed the way I drink coffee. There you go. <laughs> I, I've become just as much of a snob with coffee and what cup it's yeah, what and is, what yeah. temperature it's served at and how long I put it. Thanks a lot, Ryan. But it, yeah, <laughs> it improves it in some ways. And it, and you it, know, it's, it's like being a lit major when you go see a movie. It improves like good movies beer. and it, it trashes bad movies. <laughs> but I think it's just like with beer or with movies. There's a room for good coffee. There's room for great coffee. And there's room for bad coffee, too. Like, there I'm not going to not drink it if it's coffee. There's room for okay coffee. <laughs> right, I'm the gonna, same way uh, if that yeah, can says my light standard. on it, I'm probably still drinking it. <laughs> well, do we have any beer left? To do a toast, a roast, no, and a pour. No, I need a beer. Oh, I think we need a beer. I can grab a beer. Oh, actually. okay. This is a part of the show while we wait for a beer. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Don't you guys edit? We're Mateo live. does. Well, oh, Mateo does. That's right. I am often surprised at how many podcasts that I run across that don't edit anything out. Right. I, mean, I, I realize sometimes maybe we could edit it more, but we edit a lot out. You're not drinking all that, so I'm getting in no, on we're yours. Gonna, we're gonna, I'm sharing right now. <laughs> because I just saw one of the key ingredients, which I'm excited about and you'll be less excited about. So I brought this beer specifically because of the question you asked me before about Great American Beer Fest. This was my favorite beer from Beer Fest. It's Carl Strauss's Golden Stout. Um, it has coffee, vanilla, cocoa beans in it. I had it while I was eating some craft pizza and talking like to Mr. It. Segura, as I mentioned. And... I I love coffee, but I don't necessarily go for a coffee beer. Generally, they're you know stouts or they're thicker and heavier and bourbon barreled and so and they're enjoyable. Those. But 
this one was so light and refreshing and just in, in kind of just went with everything. It uses Bird Rock coffee. Uh, Bird Rock's a big coffee roaster here in San Diego. And I was just kind of blown away like at how good it was. It's delicious. I've had it at Carl Strauss, uh, actually with, with talent and his wife, we were there planning a camping trip and, and it was last, last year this time, because this is a seasonal, seasonal beer for them. And I love it. I also love coffee and beer. And when you can find a way to put them together, I'm pretty happy. That's delicious. Good. You know, we went to college with Paul Segura. Did we? We were at San Diego State all at the same time. Wow. I found and Marshall out Falk, to too. And, and, well, we talked about <laughs> that. <laughs> well, cheers, and thank yeah, cheers. you. Yeah, it's great. Cheers. Cheers. And now that we have a beer in hand, it's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. I'd right. like to interject and just say yes. that now that I have a beer in hand, I feel so much less nervous than I was That's five true. minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> then we should probably. Make you know, I'm not normally around such beer royalty. Oh, <laughs> it makes our day job harder. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's very true. This isn't your day job. No, 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 no. Our day job, we can't have a beer in hand. I can, I can dream. Yeah, <laughs> but it can't happen because I need that day job. That's true. I need it a lot. Uh, Ryan, did you bring your toasts? I did bring a toast, actually. I have a beer toast, nice. uh, which I'm really excited about. Um, a, a local spot in My Yard Live is releasing a new beer called Four Dudes Beer. Um, I want to shout out their brewer, Shaggy, who I've met in the past. He teamed up with one of their employees, James Zool, uh, who has uh, special needs, intellectual disabilities. And they've been releasing this series of beers called the Four Dudes Beers. Uh, I want to grab my information here. Uh, this one's going to be released, I think, this week on Friday. It's the fourth beer in the series. Uh, the four dudes are actually four friends, James and his close friends. They all have some variation on intellectual or special needs. Um, and they've been learning how to brew beer at That's My awesome. Yard Live. Cool. And then every for every beer that they sell, My Yard Live puts some money in a pot, and then they give it to the four dudes to donate to somebody that they feel deserves it or an organization that they support. I think they're up to like twelve thousand dollars in donations oh, wow. already. Nice. Very so cool. that is my toast this week. It's a great that's, toast. That's a great toast. That's a great toast. I don't I know how you follow about, that one I'm out. Bad I feel about mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well, I'm releasing a winter IPA this time around, so I'm going to swing over there. I haven't actually been to my yard live. I, I have not either. Yeah. You know why? Because I've tried cool. to go there a couple times, mm-hmm. and it's packed. Yes, twice. and it's packed because it's geared towards. Families with kids, right? So you roll over there like on a on a Friday afternoon or whatever that kind of a thing, and it's it, the parking lot's been packed. Key for us is we got to go meet there at like two on there a, on a summer or in a winter break day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we'll we'll win. That's when get in there during nap yes. time. Yeah, while the kids are having <laughs> while they're at daycare yeah. stuff. All I know is that. Fathers nowadays have it so much easier than we did because we didn't have these breweries to go take our kids out to <laughs> no. on on a, on a play date in, in or whatever fair, you want. And my yard lies built for that. It is like tipping pints built for that. Yeah. yeah. But some breweries aren't, and we had the good common sense not to take our kids there. That's fair. Said the grumpy old man. (laughs) If there was a brewery that offered nap time for adults, though, I would also go to that. Oh, they get mad when you fall asleep on one of the the tables there. Several of the breweries get angry. Every time. (laughs) You have eight or nine beers and you fall asleep, and they're giving you a hard time. It's only because you brought a pillow. (laughs) I feel like you set yourself apart. That's fair. I'm asking for it. I had a toast to a place we we went to quite a while ago when we were up in Seattle. We went to the Ram Restaurant and yep, Brewery. Yep. They got a series of them. 
Uh, you talked about pizza and beer pairing a minute ago, Ryan, at the Great American Beer Fest. Well, they've decided to take it a step farther or a step further. I got a writer here who can help me with that. Uh, they have they put it together. It's beer pizza. The crust is made with spent grain, and the wa- instead of water, they use their bighorn Hefenweizen. So you get your beer and pizza together. Nice. Now, I wasn't sure is shot. that genius or is that missing the whole point? Till till I try it, I can't. Right, you can't judge. Can't judge it. But anyways, I like the ingenuity. It is. I like the vision. Multitasking at its so, finest. And also that Bighorn Heavenwise is a really good beer. Yeah. I looked at my untapped rating on it. <laughs> so toast to, to Ram toast, Restaurants. Toast, toast. I have a toast because Ryan is my expert in all things Wisconsin. Hmm. That's <laughs> concerning. <laughs> and this popped up on my beer news I was looking through in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The Museum of Beer is opening up. I think <laughs> I've read several conflicting articles, including on their own website that said the museum was opening up or that it's been open since 2005. Uh, looks like it's been a virtual ex- a museum idea Oh, nice! for quite a while. So we have one of those in San Diego. That's been the museum idea. Uh, it's founder was Carl Strauss yeah, bringing think. things full circle. Um, among the exhibits they either are about to have <laughs> already yeah. have had for a while. or aren't really going to have is the Beer Hall of Fame with the best beer from every state available for tasting. Nice. Genius. That is genius. That actually. is genius. That is actually genius. I so, am going to quibble with that because yeah. there already is a Beer Hall of Fame, and it's in Potosi, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. And it's fantastic. So we have oh. dueling Beer Hall of Fame. Ah. Potosi? Potosi, Wisconsin. Is that the traditional spelling? Uh, P-O-T-O-S-I. It's on the border over near uh, uh, Iowa. And beautiful country roads along a river. There's a river running through the back of the wow. property. And they have a beautiful kind of Hall of Fame beer memorabilia archive. Uh, it's been around for quite some time. So to call a new place the Beer Hall of Fame, they better be yeah. in collaboration. Uh, that's fair. Well, I'll find I'm out. Check yeah. the or I won't because their website really doesn't want to tell me. <laughs> but I got excited and then I saw, wait, it doesn't seem like it exists. Yeah. Wait a minute, it's existed since 2005. And then I thought, Ryan will know. Ryan knows there's a hey. whole nother one. Yeah. Hey, Toast? Yeah, I got, uh, let's see here, um, on, in the beer world, I got one, I saw this this week, actually, where I go to for all my beer news, San Diego beer news, so toast to them there again. That's a perpetual toast. Yes. Um, but uh, Mother Earth is actually going to be opening a, we've been asking for this for a while, but opening a co-tasting room yes. with Lost Abbey. Uh, at their Thibodeau location uh, here in Vista. Old, going back, back to the old yeah, ways. Talk, talk about full circle. Yeah. This is full circle. Um, and uh, so it's going to be kind of cool because they're going to share it with Lost Abbey. And we were talking about it before. It sounds like it's truly going to be shared. Like, you know, split the, split the room in half and half is Lost Abbey. And half and from decor to everything is all going to be half and half. They said they're going to have 30. And those are really contrasting themes yeah, in their look, sure. right? The, yeah, the, the, the cathedral yeah. stained glass yeah. sanctuary look, and yeah. then the oak trees and yeah. roots. And yeah. Oh, that's going to be really cool. cool. To, I think visually. In really, my mind, it looks amazing. Well, the it most does. important part. It looks like the Museum of 32 taps. Shared taps. I said, they said 18. 32? 32 taps. 18 will be Lost Abbey beers, and 14 will be Mother Earth beers. Do we think this will be a success or will this turn into like a Gangs of New York style oh, situation? If it's not a success, it won't be on us. Yes, because we're going to do our very best our to make sure that yeah. that but works. Yeah, you're right. I fair well could you know, be. like a Marge versus not, in and a, like a Lisa versus Bart situation <laughs> where yeah. like, yeah. I'm swinging my arms and yeah. if you get in the way and knock yeah. my beer over. That's that. Yeah. So, no, and, we and, need to make sure that works. We, if, <laughs> if anything like that's going on, we need to go there and, and, and soothe tempers and mediate conflict. 
Yeah, no, I, and I agree. And what I was looking to, they were saying kind of look like soft opening in December, which we're in December. So I'm not sure exactly date wise. And then it sounded like they're going to plan a grand opening party in uh, January, which looked pretty cool because it sounded like they're going to bring out some beers out of their archives and, you know, that kind of stuff, some specialty things. So on the beer side, that's, that's that toast. Old Knucker. That was my Mother Earth yeah. IPA that I just loved. Old, Knuck, old Knucker. I hope they bring that one back. I remember we had asked uh, Joelle about that. Yeah. That was right before COVID closed down everything. She said, you know, I think we're going to brew that again. And yeah. right. And then, yeah. And then and maybe they will. Then the world and then they moved. Well. Yeah. And, and they, they said, no, we're out. We're in the <laughs> got out of the state. <laughs> so that, that was exciting. Yeah, news. I thought that was great news. I mean, we've been kind of talking about, cause we saw, was it last week? There was like a, a job opening for a beer tent. I'm like, what does this mean? And then, you know, so it kind of all played out. Yeah. yeah. So, and then on the other side of, uh, on toast, because, you know, me and, and non-beer stuff, um, this is more of a doc toast. Um, Loma Linda University here in California did a study recently, uh, surgeons there, and they were basically uh, trying to figure out what is the ideal bum size, buttock size. Okay. So, okay. and what they did after much research, you. yes, <laughs> well, Joe, that we're going to see, <laughs> it really so comes down to your waist to hip ratio. Yep, I got it. Um, and they actually did a poll and they did studies and they, said they they over a thousand men and women for their opinions and did all, and they basically said the golden waist to hip ratio is 0.65 uh they've said that that that's what they found is most attractive and most popular so bums with a waist to hip ratio of 0.65 was the most popular um basically for those that are math people like me it means that your bum your buttocks are about 35 percent larger than your waist so get out the tape measure, measure it out. Uh, oh, if I you, can picture it. If you want to know in terms of to give to what they did and they went on it in terms of uh, famous uh, people or that kind of thing, the person that they said that has the um, the one that is most like nails that ratio. Yeah, yeah. give us a- Jennifer us a, Lopez. All right. Uh, so that's what they basically said. And, and by their study, she has probably the most ideal bum. That's what they're saying. Um, and, and actually based on her, they're she actually made. apparently- at one point, she actually insured her bum for seventeen million dollars. So yeah. that tells you. So there's uh, only one person in the world that has well, this that proper the, ratio apparently. that we're supposed this to one. have. Yeah, this I, feels I'm sure like there are a more. roast and a toast. Yeah, I'm sure there are more. Um, like I said, get out your tape measures at home, and, and who see, knows? Yeah, and it might be you. I, I yeah. mean, Joe, I feel pretty good. Yeah, about I think you're pretty close to Joe. I mean, that's, when I first read this, I'm like, Joe, <laughs> me and Lopez. Then I went Jennifer Lopez. And Lopez. I said, well, I see that too. Yeah, I could get that. But yeah, Joe, that was where I was. A little more beer drinking. If Joe well, stands up, I'll sketch him yeah, real yeah, quick yeah, and we'll see true. what we can do. Yeah. This is a lot of science, a lot of research, a lot of time and effort, a lot of math. Yeah. Again, Doc's not here. This is not a science day. True. But, but the poets in this room know you just could have listened to Brick House. Mm. There you go. Boom. That is fair. That Done. is fair. Maybe that Done. song was written about this ratio of oh, it was. just 35% yeah. larger. So yeah. there you go. So th when you have a goal, when you hand. go to the gym and they ask you, what are you looking for? 35% larger. <laughs> That's what everybody's looking for. Right here. According to Loma. Or smaller here. That's true. Or, yeah, or you shrink the other way. Yeah. Loma Linda University. Yeah. Two ways so, to get there. There you have it. That's genius. And they say we're falling behind the world in I education. Know. I know. Yeah, I, know. I agree. That's, we are putting the time and the looking? effort into yeah. the important yeah. stuff. And we're putting the search into which research. Which is a perfect segue to, to my last toast, uh, which is actually, you told me about this. Oh. And then when I remembered Ryan's going to be on the show, I'm like, we talk about things that come together yeah. perfectly. You told me, because we're heading off to Austin in April. That's true. Meet us there, listeners, if yeah. you like. If you're already in Austin, we'll tell you where we're going to be. Um, we're going to Austin. You told me there's a library. Public library. That has opened up 
A, a bar. A bar in the library. In to the encourage library. reading. Have okay. you ever met anyone more qualified, more personable no. to run a bar in a library well, than Ryan Wolf? <laughs> so what are you having today? Uh, Stout, let's pair that with uh, this. Uh, go down this row over here. Find this book here. That pairs this in nicely. This show isn't live, is it? <laughs> no, it is not. Because Ryan Wolf potentially opening a bookstore bar is actually a thing that's, so, that's nice. I, I would it's in my in. notebook it's in yeah. the works it's Got it. it's my future yeah. as soon as talent told me about that i thought ryan's moving to austin because he, he should be running I, that he should be a public library yeah. which you're a big fan of but Brian. is austin still in texas yes it's yeah. yes it's it's it's, yeah. it's the normalist part of texas i'm not sure i'm allowed in texas oh, okay. Oh, okay okay well there's that <laughs> there's that well, i'd like to see it happen and closer to home would be great and you're the guy to do it. If you're in the neighborhood. Maybe right next to the Beer Hall oh, of Fame. I go right. to the local library and yes. drink there all the time. So you can just meet me there. <laughs> and I'll have a beer for you. There That's you funny. go. They also get it's mad like at, at eight or nine know? hours of nap. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Um, okay. Next time Ryan's on. I was not prepared today. I'm going to do a beer and he pairs it with a book. I think it's Or I'm going to give him the book title and, and he pairs it with a beer yeah. that that's next time you're on that's the challenge that's the i job. can be here every week i'm unemployed <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're employed a lot but just by yourself i'm self-employed yeah. so yeah. i'm technically unemployed yeah i i gotta come back to this golden stout it is absolutely delicious and i poured myself a second one and then saw it 7.5 yes that is the the easiest smoothest that's lightest 7.5 percent ever and that, nothing against these cans, but having it on draft was truly different too. Yeah. I mean, it was an incredible, just because of the way the coffee engages and when you, when you can mm -hmm. it versus a keg, uh, but just a great I would love beer. to have this on nitro. And this is an award winner. It's got a bunch of medals right on the can. So it looks like they've won some beer festival awards. It says great I American gave, beer festival awards. There you go. Yeah. Two I gave it my 0.65 mighty, mighty award. Whoa. Whoa. For cow shout out. That's true. I give it the thirty-five percent waste to buttocks ratio award. Well, we're off to roast. It was a tough week for roast, so I dug deep and because uh, they're really, it's the holiday season. Everybody's positive. A lot of good stuff going on. Um, but I found this guy, and I just like really this guy. So, and it goes back to Florida. We we hit Florida. So JD's from Florida, and he currently has a collection of two thousand four hundred and sixty-seven copies. Of 1997 film Titanic on VHS. Oh, on VHS. And on VHS. So think about it. He's not only a at, highly underestimated Almost uh, 2,500. Yes. And he says his goal is uh, he's shooting for a million. That's what he said. Oh. Uh, wait, wait. Where's he at now? In Florida. <laughs> wait, how many? No, I know. No, where is he? Where, where's he at? Where's he at? His quantity. His quantity of 2,500. Ballpark it. Yeah. So he's got a ways to go. But that's his goal. Um, <laughs> because he's trying. He says here he's trying to earn. An unsinkable world record for the largest correct collection of Titanic VHS tapes. He, he wants I didn't realize there was two people that had it, so yeah. I thought he would already <laughs> have it. Yeah. But pretty much, that's all it is. So uh, he did. The reason I'm roasting it was for this quote: "I go to sleep thinking about Titanic, and I wake up thinking about Titanic." And there I just felt go. like he needed to be roasted for that. Yes. True story. Yeah. My wife and I were in line to see Titanic back in the day. What? Early 90s? 1997. 97. Okay. Yeah, I've got it. Uh, in line. Back when you had to stand in line, you, had, you couldn't pre-purchase tickets yeah, or anything. We're right. staying in line. And I had read some stuff about the special effects. And I had read some stuff about, you know, historical incongruencies. And I said something about how the iceberg hit or, or something. And the two girls in front of me, you'd think it was like a Saturday Night oh, Live skit. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Got angry that I was yeah. giving away the ending. Yes. I was and actually thrown out of Titanic at the theater twice. Yeah. 
Wow. You went twice and were thrown out twice. I was thrown out the first time, so I had to go the second time sure. uh, to take See my girlfriend happens. because she left with me the first time. We were okay. both exited. Uh, because there's a scene at the end, it's pretty famous. Spoiler alert, if you are listening. <laughs> uh, Get out the VHS but, and watch this real quick. Yeah, Leo drowns. And yeah. there's what? clearly enough room for him on that door. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 she pushed him off. And I don't know why, but that was the funniest thing I had ever <laughs> seen on film. Yeah. And I was laughing to the point where it was uncontrollable. Yeah. And they escorted me out of the oh, first of time. So yeah. my girlfriend. Yeah, like, I can, no, I can, I can, I can, oh, yeah, see, this. I can see this without laughing. Opening uh, weekend. They so came at the down, same time that, exited the, me. that the boats, the lifeboats with the flashlight, lanterns right. and flashlights yeah. are looking through the ocean. Yes. They're coming down the aisles for you. Yeah. Who's laughing? Yeah. Who's I was laughing? easy to find. I was hunched over in the front row. And they walked us out, and so we had to go back the next day because she wanted to see the end of the movie. Yeah, Yeah. that's fair. And by that point, I had been building up to it. I knew it was coming. Now, did you pay twice, or did you pay to to see Ace Ventura and then ran next door to watch the end? No, I had to pay twice. Uh, And this time, when the giggles hit me, I just left Left. on my own accord. I said, you stay. You self-selected there is what they call it. You stay. I will exit. I I kind of, I've got the gist. I know what's going to happen. And uh, I waited in the in the lobby. And well, you missed uh, out that that old lady was a bit of a tramp. I'm just a liar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not Thank very smart because then she throw the the big blue diamond or jewel back in the water after all it. Well, she yeah, like this gentleman in Florida, dreamer. She wasn't thinking about the mathematical issues. Who knew that your Titanic would would Mm, dredge up? Perfect night. Well, and the amazing thing is, I did not realize that Titanic was a comedy, but apparently it (laughs) is. So there you go. So I may have to rewatch it now. The only part I, I really, really like is when they're they're doing the Irish dancing and drinking the the Guinness. I'm like, oh, I want a Guinness. (laughs) Fair. I love that part. I was roasting dirty keg lines because I was at a restaurant that that Ooh. clearly needed to clean it. And then I did a little research and I realized someone just very recently died from uh, lines that were not properly cleaned and they left too much cleaner in there and it Ooh. destroyed them from the inside yeah, yeah. out. And Ryan, you've had extensive experience with this. I have been poisoned by beer line cleaner. Yeah, right. Yes, uh, self-poisoned. Accidental, okay. fair. No, that's good. Not I should have done that at Titanic. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. it was. Uh, yeah, if I would have saved me a lot of trouble. Uh, but yes, the, the the stuff they use to clean beer lines uh, generally comes concentrated. Yeah. It is very a serious chemical. You do not want to get it on your hands. And when you work in the business, sometimes you get a little loosey goosey with that sort of stuff. And I unfortunately got some on my hands. Got it on some food. Got it in my throat and spent the night in the hospital. Wow. Uh, so it's very serious if you're out there and you're cleaning your beer lines at home, wear gloves, wear goggles. Don't Every mess around. Every time I get a bit sloppy cleaning the keg lines, I think of your story and I go, go get some gloves. I'm going to do this yeah. right. I'm going to wear some glasses. There's a photo of me in a, in a hospital gown giving a thumbs up from the bed that is used in at least one, maybe multiple brewery safety education <laughs> seminars. Nice. So it's definitely out there in the world. Don't be this guy. <laughs> You'll be self-employed. <laughs> what I learned about uh, poisoning in general, not just beer line poisoning, but poisoning in general, which I think is really interesting, is there's no there's no medicine for poisoning. There's no pill you can take. There's no gel they put on you. Charcoal. 
they just wait. Yeah. You just sit there and you, and I'm like, well, what do we do? What do I got to do to get better? Yeah. And they go, well, we'll just wait till the rest of your organs fail and then we'll deal with that. Yeah. Like, waiting wait, for what? something to fail. That yeah. seems like a bad place yeah. to be. And you know that there's no bars in hospitals? <clears throat> what? That's, you can't I, even wait at the that's bar. That's fair. That is actually, I have heard that. It's not yeah. like a library. Yeah. Not like a library. Everyone's, at least future libraries. Everyone's in my drinking dreams. in a library. <laughs> Uh, I have a roast I'd like to throw out, yes. if that's possible. And I don't know if this has ever been done on this show before. Uh, I would like to roast to this show. Yeah. Yes. Oh, please. Okay. Go ahead. Has it, has it happened? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've roasted. We've done self-roast before. But not yeah. the whole show. The whole this, show. Is no, no, this, is, this is the entire show. Every week, I listen to the show. It's usually like a Monday morning or a Tuesday when I get around to it. In the shower. You've mentioned that before. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to come up. Okay. <laughs> you, meant, you, you brought it up. Did I bring it up on that other episode? I was apparently on. <laughs> right. uh, but at the beginning of the show, you've made a change where you promote yourselves and you say, "Hey, you can support us." And and uh, you know, you know how you could support us is you could you could buy us a coffee. You know what? Coffee sucks. Buy us a beer. Why do you have skew negative? We coffee don't is say such that. a great thing. It's what that's how I make a living right that's now. Fair. And so that my, is, it's not even that you're mad at coffee. My, my question is why skew negative at the beginning of the show? You put true. me in a bad mood. I have to get out of the shower and dry <laughs> off in a bad that. mood. I'm 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 I've sent notes to the producer yeah, about yeah, this we're, 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 and yeah. I, and we re we recorded that. We this is a producer <laughs> issue. You yes, have the right person the here. Oh, good to know. And now that we've renamed him producer Joe again, he's going to get right on that. You want to know why I lost my job, Ryan? That's the reason. He's been so busy trying to make sure he the, the 0.65 ratio between his waist <laughs> and his buttocks that he hasn't had time to worry about. Yeah, Ooh, they're sublime. I, <laughs> I was wondering why there was kettlebells in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 36, 24, 36. That's I what I'm looking for. There's a winning hand. Real quick, which I just heard today, actually, that Wild Barrel is going to be closing yeah. their tasting rooms as well. Oh, no. And my, it's, it's less of a roast and just more of an acknowledgement of the reality of the business, but I'm wondering how you guys feel. You mentioned Mother Earth and Lost Abbey earlier. Epic Brewing, which is one of my favorite breweries, yeah. is going through a major turnover change right now, how they run their business. What are your thoughts on closings and second chance you mentioned earlier? Yeah. And consolidations. Well, is that how the I'm world is going? i this for, for Wild Barrel and Second Chance. They had the opportunity. <laughs> we reached out to them multiple times. Uh, Second Chance reached out to us. I, I, I don't want to rub salt in a wound. We even went to Wild Barrel for a comedy we show. We went to Wild, yes. yes. And, and yeah. I spoke with the owner there and was met with more than stubborn and rude resistance. And that's what... I want to say well, that's what you get, but you could have got the, I'll, I'll spin it the other way. You could have got the ILB bump. Yeah. I'm not saying it would have saved the business, but it wouldn't have hurt and it's free. Have a pint. Let us promote. But yeah, it, it wait, they can come on for free. Yeah. They, <laughs> Oh, well, you're making oh, this producer job. You talk, to <laughs> talk to the producer about that. Yeah, oh. sorry about that. Um, Coffee has to pay. We hired us. Yeah, yeah. Your check is, is in the bank. Uh, yeah, it's not coming back, right? Uh, but I would say seriously on it. It. I mean, I it's, was it's, serious. Yeah, I know you were serious. <laughs> so I'm going to stick on my serious side of it. Uh, it's very interesting, I think, to to sit there and watch it because, like I said. It, Check it in, San Diego Beer News. He's on top of all this. He usually is the guy that gets the first story on most of this. And every week, it's there's a new one coming in, or there's one going to come in, and, and you know, there, there was one they're talking about that's going to come in next year. They're already doing the work on all the stuff like that. But then at the same point, it's closure here or closure here. In fact, I think he did a whole article for a while on all the ones that have closed and then opened. And what's what's interesting to me is it's 
it seems like it's a pretty balancing as one yes. closes, one opens, which is, that's really interesting. But I think the bigger thing is, is maybe delve into a little bit. Of why are those closing? I mean, obviously some of them it's mismanagement. Um, others it's maybe they tried to grow too quick, too soon. Um, you know, not knowing, understanding it. Obviously COVID, that was a big one. If you read the article about Wild Barrel, you know, they, they hit heavy on COVID that they never made it really back from COVID um, and, and the pandemic. Um, well, but that's yeah, what but, I find interesting is that this is, seems to be happening now. Yeah. We all thought this was going to happen two years ago. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So they tried to keep it going and just it, it wasn't Wait, sustainable. A story we hear many times in the last three, four months, well, since summer, when we were going out places in summer, is less people are going out yeah. and having two or three pints at a place. So, hey, go support your local breweries and breweries, tap rooms, brewers, owners. We're here for you. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we are home. here for you. We'll come to you. Get you come home. here. But but listeners, go out there. Tell them I like beer sent you, yeah. or don't, and order a couple pints and and uh, support local. You know, we do that just about every time yeah. we go out. We we make sure we stop for a or, pint somewhere local. Or buy if you can buy your beer local, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of going to Bevmo or whatever else, mm-hmm. go to the actual brewery and buy it directly from them. You know, I think that's probably for those that care about it. That's the one thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think we, we talk about it. It's, you know, it's just we have here a wealth of riches. And unfortunately, with a wealth of riches, sometimes it's hard to sustain all of those riches, right? Because you can go just here within, you know, a mile of where we are on a, on a Friday night and there's five, six opportunities to go. And, you know, you'll, you'll go to one, then you go to another, you go, you know, and, and are they as crowded as they used to be? Probably not because it is so spread out, right? As opposed to everybody being in one spot. I did go to Carl Strauss to buy the spear yeah. that I brought earlier. I did not go all the way to Sierra Nevada to bring the second beer that I brought, which I'd but like I to open. But I think Sierra Nevada's doing okay. Yeah, they're yeah, doing they all right. Well, then let me wrap this segment, <laughs> yeah. unless you got a pour. I have a couple of pours. Well, I had a pour because I actually had the wild barrel, but I do have another pour. Okay. And I brought it specifically because of the uh, group here and the, and the guest. And I'm pouring one out for the English language. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's why. Go. I know where this is going. Um, I don't know if you guys, you know, have heard of the Oxford Dictionary. Yes. Well, the Oxford Dictionary, uh, for those that know, is dictionary is something where you used to look up words as what? opposed to, hey, Google, <laughs> what does this mean? Um, and so they have every year they choose their word of the year. Mm-hmm. So the the, the word of the year for 2023 is the term Riz. Yes. Riz won the top spot. And I've heard the word Riz. I don't know that I truly ever understood. I saw context of it. I think I tried to determine what it was. But Riz comes from the word charisma. Now it makes so much more sense now that I know yes. what it means. And it's basically a person's ability to attract, you know, someone from the opposite sex or whatever you want to say. A romantic partner. Let's go through that. Through your your style and your charm, right? So that became the... Or your point six five, Or your point six. Well, that's how Joe does it. Oh, right. But not all of us can. Let's just put it this way. That's, that's a solo like you. Riz. That's, yes. But that's so that's... Kids say. That is the word of the year. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. That's where we've come to, right? The word of the yeah. year. And I'm thinking previous, I, I probably should look for a list of previous words of the year just to see yeah, how far we've fallen. Because then the other thing was, is they said the other finalists for the word of the year uh, prompt was, which at first you're going prompt. What is that? You know, is that, oh yeah, I try to on show time. up on time all the time. No, yeah. it is not. It is actually the instruction given to an artificial intelligent program that influences the content it creates. Sure. So that's one. Uh, situationship was another one. I've never heard that used, but that was also, and that basically means a romantic partnership that is not to be, not considered to be formal or established. Okay. So that's that, that's called a 
situationship as Why opposed to... Why did you point at Joe there? Well, because we kind of have a situationship. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we were always we're looking, working for, it out, we were looking we're for a trying to out. define our relationship, <laughs> and I think I finally found no, it. That and, was the... and it didn't click until I looked into his eyes, and I said, uh, that's it, Situationship. Joe. And then... You prompt his riz. <laughs> yes. Um, well, that, that's why I dress like this every day with my riz to try and attract Joe. Um, but And then finally, the last term was Swifty. Swifty did not win either. But I just thought that was kind of interesting. That's where we are in the English language, that riz, prompt, and situationship, and Swifty were the finalists for Word of the Year for I 2023. Do, do you think the Oxford Dictionary is working a little too hard to get the kids to, to look? To be cool. Yeah. Huh? You can do it for us. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe true. they are doing it for us. Here's, right. here's what know. these things well, mean. Well, now I know what riz officially means. I, I mean, I kind of, it yeah, because I, I, yeah. I did look up riz because yeah. it was a word my wife had said. She works in a school. I assume yeah. since you work in schools during the day. Well, I hear it, but you, I, you, you, don't have, it. you don't act cool. You don't yeah. like, go like, uh, what, what does that mean? Because also, you don't want to know what it means necessarily because it could mean something totally inappropriate. So you got to be careful. That's a fine line. Sometimes you ask for things and you don't want to know the answer. That's right. I realized once I looked it up that if you have to look it up, yeah, you don't have it. Right, that's true. I, and that just to me was like it's a Ouch. good thing I've been yeah. married for almost yeah. twenty years. <laughs> that's fair. My Riz is on hiatus. <laughs> I don't know that name tag. Uh, yeah. Although that's if I went to a Swift concert, Taylor Swift concert, maybe I could get it back. Yeah, yeah. good. Well, there you go. Depends on your drip. Yes, yeah. your drip. Yes, mm. or your fit. Yeah, your fit. Yeah, yeah that. So. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. And Ryan got another beer. I'm not letting go of my golden stout, though. This is absolutely delicious. There's plenty of golden stout to go around. I brought the second beer because it's my favorite seasonal beer, and it's Sierra Nevada. They do a great job every year. Celebration, oh, fresh hop IPA. In our situation ship. In our situation ship. Yeah. I want Joe to Joe, know we more need one straw or two. I know you love oh that. God. One straw or two, Joe. Just one? Just one. Uh, <laughs> two straws is two great. Two straws is yeah. nice. Yes. Sweetie. <laughs> I love everything about this beer. Uh, it's a fresh hop IPA, 6.8%. Citrus and piney. They use Cascade oh. and Centennial. Maybe Chinook hops. I don't know. The website was a little confusing. I love the can. It makes me feel like Christmas it and does. the holidays. That is very yeah, true. And I had it... Uh, I think last year, maybe the year before, and they change it a little bit occasionally, year to year. It is a seasonal beer. But I remember thinking, this is the first time I've wanted to go back to the store to buy the same beer because I just liked it so much. You brought this over to the pub shed uh, with Jeff yep. and I, or Talon and I, and uh, you gave us that same speech. Did I which, really? Which was fantastic because it means it's <laughs> it true. Is. You didn't change it yeah. one bit. That's right. And was this I felt, a, you mean a year ago? A year ago. And I fell in love with the beer too. And I yeah. went out and bought a 12 pack right away. <laughs> I just find it Cheers. so lovely. Cheers. Yeah, it is very good. Cheers. And it's, you know, what's interesting about this beer is this is one of the few beers, like if you're on, you know, whatever you want to call it, is it beer Twitter or beer X now? I don't know. Or any of those or anything like Everyone talks about when it when it's released, right? So I would say like when Pliny's released, you know, Pliny the Era, that you, you see that everywhere, but this one you see from everybody. So it is such a popular beer. I um, just think that they do a good job. The thing yeah. I appreciate about Sierra Nevada is their consistency, which is a challenge for any brewery, especially as you grow. In their case, working with family, it's got to be harder. Uh, but like you see that here in San Diego, Burgeon does a great yes. job. Their beers are consistent year after year. They've been what five years now. You know why? Okay, yeah, no, I don't. They're here all the time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they invite us there. Yeah. They're here. Mackenzie's Mackenzie awesome. does a great yeah. job. She responds to emails and uh, messages. 
And look what look what's happened. Bur- Bur- Virgin was on the verge of falling apart. The first time we were there, we're like, this ain't gonna make it. Yeah, and look true. what they've become. Yeah, and I don't want to say we're entire. We're not the entire reason. That's because we humble. haven't hurt. Yeah, yeah, we, have not, the, yeah, we, yeah. we haven't hurt their success. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's but I mean, they did. They had to do some of the work. Could. We we <laughs> but we, we would could. never use that. We would never use that. That's one of the things. We're not that kind of people. We would never do that. Uh, Simply this, this by showing delicious. up and yeah. sitting there yeah. night after yeah. night, yeah. you could damage their unless it's their coffee. Riz. I will say this: that we went to their blanket. We went to their sixth anniversary. Um, you know, whatever party that was one of my favorite beer. Anniversary ever It was awesome. It was in the rain, but it was the best time. And I know their seventh one's coming up, so looking forward to that one. This beer is absolutely delicious. Yes, thank you for bringing it. You're welcome. And while you guys are drinking it, I do have a question for you that I didn't want to run out of time for. Oh, it's fair. Because you ask a lot of questions on the show of each other, and and I had sure. one that I've been thinking about since you invited me back. Uh, You've been here before. I've been here before. I think. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I think I'm probably 0.85 is my ratio. Is that, yeah. is that the question? It's not the question, but you know what? Now that I'm looking at you. I guess you were looking at me. And I, got, I guess the feeling I got, that was the vibe I got that probably 0.85. I was looking to get into a situation ship. Yeah. That's why it is a situation ship. If he would get his. Yeah, it's a ballpark. If he would firm up a little, then it could yeah. be a full relationship for sure. My question is this. You know, people get into podcasting for lots of different reasons. You know, for me, it was fame and money and vengeance. <laughs> I'm wondering why you got, you don't seem to have any of those things. So why do you do this week fair. after week, get together yeah, with each other? The yeah. good and the bad of that is yeah, fair. Yeah. Well, and say, well, we want to talk about beer. Well, we're glad you I'm made a, it to our final show. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with two things here. Number one, I get to sit next to Joe. And that's really why I, I come yeah. more than you. But it, 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 we got into it. Beer, free beer. Yeah. And look at you brought us free beer tonight. So mission accomplished. Yeah. As I always say, we're friends who love good beer yeah. and telling stories. Yeah. So we turned it into a podcast. We, we basically would be doing this anyways, but probably just at his house or my yeah. house or at Joe's house or wherever at a brewery somewhere. And we'd just be sitting around cracking ourselves up. And we just figured we need to share that with the world. I think so. We're givers. That's how all podcasts yeah. start. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you know what? If you think of our day jobs, yeah. we already listened to ourselves <laughs> yeah. talk the yeah. entire yeah. day. And so, then we said, yeah, that's, not, that's enough. not enough. That's not enough. <laughs> and if we're an audience of one, then Mateo, thank you. Yes, yes. Mateo. <laughs> we got Mateo listening in the sound booth because he has to. Uh, we got Ryan in the shower. Uh, Rod's listening. He's yeah. bringing us beer. Yeah. Yes. yeah. He gives me notes on Mondays. Dr. Rick Penman, he's listening because he always tells me about it. So shout out, Rick. That's right. And you know who else is listening? Most important in person in beer in San Diego, Brandon Hernandez. Yeah, he is listening. Oh, San Diego that's beer really news. why I do it. Yeah, for, we, that's all the Brandon. audience we need. Yeah. For Brandon. Yeah. For Brandon. <laughs> Cheers. That's why we do it. Uh, I got, we got Ryan in the shower and Brandon and Mateo in the glass box. I actually schedule my therapy appointments for like an hour after the show comes out. Perfect. Yeah. That's smart. Uh, it helps your blood pressure, doesn't yeah. it? And since you guys are complimenting Brandon, which is why we're all here, uh, Brandon Hernandez's writing as a beer writer is the reason why when I took the job as the Cheers writer, I wrote a Cheers beer column for like three years. I said, I don't want to do what Brandon does. I have to do something totally different or no one is ever going to read this <laughs> because he's so good at what he yeah, does. It's true. Agree. It's true. He does cheer for the Dodgers, which is a problem mm, yeah. for me. Never heard of him. Uh, well, he's wearing a Padres jersey yeah, at the Epic uh, anniversary yeah, party. So he's got a, a little split personality or something there. Or occasionally makes a, a good decision. 
repeat guess. And I see that you put some notes in the script, and I already stole two of the things you were hoping to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you think I look at the script after I read it? That um, was uh, AI. A moment in go. beer with Ryan Wolt. We want a moment in beer from your life. He's already talking about how he's almost died drinking beer. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> his but that's first not, enough. Was not enough. I right, need more. No, no, because I know he's got more because I've heard them. We've heard them. We've heard them. Well, my concern now is that I might have said it on that other show that I was on. I don't remember. <laughs> right. Apparently, no one else remembers either. <laughs> I feel like you've been here five or six times. I do too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think one of my favorite moments in beer and one of my favorite stories about my beer journey, uh, which started very young. I was born in Wisconsin, so it's <laughs> sort of part of the gig. Six or seven. Um, I drank a lot of beer uh, as a young person, probably legal. Yeah, all legal. Uh, and, but most of it was the cheapest beer I could find. Uh, when oh. I was in college, there I could get a thirty pack Milwaukee's for about six dollars. You brought me interjection. You brought me some of that Wisconsin cheap beer. It's it's fantastic. They yeah oh. the the low the low end the bar is raised for certain, and at the high end too. I would I would add uh, they do they do beer well. They do drinking well too. Uh, but I had never really had a craft beer. I had always just said, "What's the cheapest?" That's kind of my thing. And then I met this girl, and she took me to meet her family. And family Thanksgiving. And she said, yeah, you know, you're not doing anything for Thanksgiving. You know, why don't you come to my family Thanksgiving? We were not dating at the time. Uh, I show up. I think it's going to be her and her mom, maybe a brother. It's 60 of her closest relatives, (laughs) most of which are 32 male cousins. Uncle Don. Uh Yep. Every uncle, every cousin, everyone. And they all look at me and they say, what is this guy doing here? Yeah. So I've got to fit in. And so her father says, hey, his fa- her father's name is Paul. Uh, he's my spirit animal. Uh, <laughs> he says, what are you oh, drinking? Dude, I'm and not I'll sure said, we're supposed to say that anymore. Oh. Yeah. No, I think they're actually on the ear. We can edit it out. No, no, uh, no. no. Oh, no not for you. Uh, please don't ruin local, my career. Local man says spirit animal. <laughs> I honestly didn't even think of that. I apologize. <laughs> uh, Paul is, is legitimately my beer hero. But I said, <laughs> I got to impress this guy because yeah. I want to impress this girl. And the right. way to impress the girl is to impress the, the dad. A lot of I stories like right there. Yeah. I said, I'll have whatever you're having. Mm. So he hands me a new Glarus Brewing Company oh. Spotted Cow, which is a wheat beer. And I would say not even their best beer, but it's the one they're most known for. And that I drank that beer. And if nothing else had ever happened that night, that changed my life because it did not taste like the old style lights I had been drinking earlier that day. Uh, That was my first ever craft beer was at a place called John's Bar in Columbus, Wisconsin. It's no longer there. Um, But it started off kind of this relationship that I have with craft beer. Also, this wonderful relationship i have with my wife's family that's awesome uh she because knew your wife she became my <laughs> oh, wife yeah. okay all right yeah. i think what she was looking for first. <laughs> yeah, yeah yes and then it evolved yeah. into what she was looking for was someone that she could ambush like yeah. she had done uh and survive. That's yes, actually really smart, yeah, on, her smart like, on her part. She's like, I'm not going to waste my time with all this dating or anything else. I'm going to bring him to Thanksgiving. If yeah. he can survive with 60 of my closest relatives, <laughs> yeah. he might be the one. Uh, 
to be fair, she didn't date me for some time until right. after well, that. Yeah, but I was, she had to go around and talk to yeah, each of the 60 people. What'd you think? What'd you think? What'd you think? What'd you think? Yeah. I was putting in my time, but that was my first craft beer. And, and as far as moments in beer goes, it was a big one for me. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, then when I started uh, really getting By into the way, it. you did tell the exact same story the first time you were on. Did I? Yeah. Uh, and it's a wonderful story. No, it's a, it's a story. beautiful story. And I'm, I'm glad you retold it. I heard it and I'm crying again. So we only had like 100. We had 100 listeners then. We're at 2100 now. So. I got Actually, it. it's Two. the opposite. Sorry. <laughs> so there's seven new people well, that'll hear it. But. Well, yeah, that changed the middle of this podcast. <laughs> but they will not have heard it before, for yeah. sure. This guy's your producer? <laughs> yeah, this that's week. how I got yeah. the job. Yeah. This week, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Most Pizza, of the stories Pizza, that I have in big. beer, I don't feel like I should say yeah. for legal reasons. Sure, there's, you know, that's loss, a great story, though. I think that's someone. Like, that's pretty much most people's kind of dream start to a relationship. Right. You meet a girl. Right. Right. You have a little connection with the girl. She takes you to meet her family and you're introduced to the greatest beer you've ever had. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, right. that's the American love story right there. And then I introduced her family to Jägermeister. So go. it all worked out. Full circle. Yeah. Yeah. About full circle. Uh, there right. you go. Oh, that's but what great. it did was it started a legitimately lifelong pursuit yeah. of exploring not just craft beer, but the places behind craft beer. Because if the beer is great and the owners or the bartenders are jerks, you're still not going to go there. Right. right? Yeah. And so for my wife and I, we've spent 20 years traveling around the, you know, the country and the world and going, okay, where's the local beer place? Right. Where do the locals go? Because that's where we're going to find out what it's like to actually be there. be there. Much more so than, you know, the Applebee's or the Hard Rock, no offense to them. Uh, but that's, it's, it's become this thing that we're in a new town. What's the local brewery? Yeah. And that's why I think when a town loses a brewery, San Diego, we mentioned it earlier, we're going through this big kind of upheaval. But we, this is a terrible thing to say, but we have breweries to lose. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. we have a wealth of riches and we have yeah. some that aren't, you know, as good, some that are better. And, you know, there's everything in between. But when you're a small town and you only have one brewery and you lose that brewery, it's devastating. It's devastating. Yeah. Uh, my hometown actually just lost their, their one major brewery. Uh, they have another little tap house uh, that'll probably pick up some of that slack. But it was a it was a major loss for the community because it's where we went for reunions and weddings right, and parties yeah. and all of that. And so when people say, "Oh, it's just beer; it's not a big deal," I say, uh, "No, right?" Because it's part, why part of the community I, in a lot of places. Now, my wife yeah. and it's, it's not why wine. it's beer. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. right. It yeah. matters. <laughs> it matters exactly. I don't I don't uh, discriminate. I drink wine and whiskey and you know, Jägermeister. I mean, it's all there. though, in Wisconsin, the boys aren't heading down to the local wine bar. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, maybe that's a stereotype, and I apologize, but. <laughs> I think that, the you know, I don't know that it's stere- a stereotype that is way. completely untrue. I would say that it's it's definitely, you don't go to a town and go to the Jägermeister bar. You don't go to the, a town and, you know, now we go to distilleries. Right. That wasn't right. a thing that's before. Become, yeah. But for hundreds of years around the country, it's the brewery. The brewery. Right, yeah. That's true. There's just something convivial in the nature, friends, stories. When you asked why, did, how, and you asked a little bit facetiously, but why did we get into this? That's why. That's exactly. Let's 100%. have a beer. Let's tell some stories. And, and the people we met and, and the people we continue to meet, it, it's fantastic. It's such a fun the other world night. to be part of. Yeah. Uh, of all the fun things we've got to do because of this podcast, the people we've met. Yeah, Mateo. I mean, right there. Yeah, that's he's a prime example. No, it's, it's awesome. Is that, by the no, way? You, you, you don't know that Mateo. Well, that is Mateo. Is Mateo. Yes. 
Yes. So yeah. no, it's it's very and true. The, and next to him, Mateo's mustache. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we got to get a picture of Mateo's mustache next to Ryan's beard. That's true. That is go. a that is that's something. I just you know took what? like four inches off. Speaking of, yeah, uh, you're trim. Wisconsin. You know what my first exposure to Wisconsin was? Laverne and Shirley. And beer was go. part of that. There like, you if go. you think about that. So, there you have it. That's what that was. Was Three's Company set there as well? The Regal Eagle? I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Laverne and Shirley, they were, that was Wisconsin. That's what I thought Wisconsin was like. That's what I, yeah. So, Wisconsin is a beautiful like place uh, with wonderful people and it's cold eight months a year. It's fair. There you go. I think that sets up, once again, talent, your ability to segue. I like it. I've been working on it. Is exceptional. Thank you. Two-time guests, although you don't remember it. You are a two-time guest. Uh, we've shared a few Whether drinks and stories. Whether they or not two-time yeah. guests. Time for the deeper dive, Ryan. Uh-oh. We're doing a lightning round with Ryan Wolt. So, talent will keep score. I'll grade it. Joe will chime in with his opinions, although you're, you're always very forgiving and very, yes. very kind to the guests. Yeah, fair. Not to us, but to the guests. Yes, fair. Ryan, we want... Gut reactions on the act on instinct. You're a cerebral guy. You like to think it through, but yeah, no, no this this is there's no time for. I mean, he's looking at the screen. He's already trying to think. No, there's no thinking. That would have been smart. That was the, smart. There's just I boom, boom, boom. What do you think? Screen. So if I, for example, if I said green and orange, you say green. Of course, that, that was Retreat. an easy one. Yeah, that's right. All right, soda or pop? Soda. Crick or creek? <laughs> creek. <laughs> Schnookered or wasted? Wasted. Puppy chow or cheese curds? Puppy chow. Baseball or football? Can I caveat that last one? <laughs> yes. It's puppy chow because cheese curds are just like a base foundational part of my food groups. Okay. Okay. Puppy baseball or football? Uh, for me, baseball. Regular season NBA watchable or not? No. That's a correct. That's that's a good answer. Blaster or lightsaber? Oh, lightsaber. No one's ever got that wrong. That's true. <laughs> well, it's a give. That's the easiest that's a, question here. That's a you, that's the definition of a gimme. <laughs> I can tell you right now. The I remember the very first time I saw uh, Star Wars, yeah. and I was a little bit later than I think most. I was maybe seventh or eighth grade, and I was legitimately homesick with the flu. And my dad went and rented all three Star Wars wow. and brought them home for me. And put them down in front of me and then left for work. And I was just at home and I put in the first one. the greatest day ever. (laughs) And I watched all three straight through. And then even though I was feeling better, I called in sick again the next day. I I saw him at actually, uh, when I think I was seven at a drive-in in the back of a station wagon. And I lived out in the middle of the desert, so we had to wait a year for oh, it to show up. Remember yeah, that it didn't yeah, it show up in yeah. little tiny theaters. You had to wait a year and everyone had, mm-hmm. everyone had gone to LA to see it mm-hmm. except for us. We had to wait for it to show up to Saugus, California. When I was a kid, L.A. wasn't a real place, so I didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> it still really isn't. But a Rom-com or sci-fi? Ooh, a tough call. Can I say a sci-fi rom-com? Oh, that's a good one. You're going to make up new rules. No, okay. All right. All right. That's, 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 that's legit. It's gut. That's, that's what his gut that's said. Gut, yeah. String theory or time travel? Time travel. Yeah, good answer. Tropical island or alpine retreat? Alpine retreat. Mm. Okay. Old school or Talladega Nights? Old school. Oh, good answer. Yeah. Smokey and the Bandit or Cannonball Run? Smokey and the Bandit. Any which way you can or any which way but loose. <laughs> right turn, Clyde. 
<laughs> Any which way you can. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure movie? Hot Tub Time Machine. Most overrated also actor. Pitch perfect. <laughs> pitch perfect. <laughs> oh, so pitch you can perfect. keep rolling if you want. This is this is how we learn about you. Yeah, uh, those are two of our big, uh, my big uh, guilty pleasure movies. But I'm sure there are more. Most overrated actor. Oof. Sounds like Leo DiCaprio is drowning in the water. Titanic. Correct you up. No, you know, Leo has his place. He's he does this thing. Yeah. Revenant. That's really intense. I don't generally, I'm not super into those movies, yeah. but uh, what's the guy from uh, Daniel Day-Lewis? Mm-hmm. Oh, He's kind yeah. of another one. They're both on that same answer. thing. Adam it's Sandler not that they're right not answer. amazing yeah. at what they do. Yeah. It's that it's too much for me. I can't yeah, forget that much. it's them doing Lighten it. Up, Francis. They, you know, they don't disappear. <laughs> I don't ever go, oh, that's not them. I go, oh, that's Leo pretending to hide inside of a bear. <laughs> that's fair. That's uh, fair. Or out of beer. You said this someone said great. Adam. Uh, sorry, the there. show's over. Oh. <laughs> I just opened this one. Uh, someone said Adam Sandler. I give no, him. I, did. A, I, I said Adam Sandler. I give him a pass because his early work, which is problematic, true, uh, is great. Yeah. Also, Smokey and the Bandit, a little problematic if you go back and watch yes. it. There's some things what? that don't what play. Part's right. Problematic. But if you well, if like, you know the off-screen history. Yeah. Okay. Like one of my favorite movies, Bad News Bears. Problematic nowadays. <laughs> Even the new one is problematic. Yes. But the original Chico's Bail Bonds, you cannot beat that movie. (laughs) There's nothing problematic about Smokey and the Bandit that's a hill I'll die on on screen. Maybe backstory. Backstory. It's actors in Hollywood. Sure. But on screen, perfect movie. I want to watch it again. I don't have to. He knows it. He I've can got quote the it entire thing <laughs> yeah, memorized. Yeah. Forget about the quotes and look at some of the visuals. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> there's almost anything that was put out pre 2000, <laughs> yes. you could say, that's is true. no yeah, longer plays anymore. Yeah. Uh, I throw Ghostbusters into that list of guilty pleasure movies, yeah, that's, too. That's oh, that, yeah. That's the first sure. one. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. his pleasure. There's no guilt there. Yeah. There's no guilt. Like Point Break. That's how I feel about Point Break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I watch Point Break. Oh, I love it. Two, three times a year? Yeah, easily. I watch it two or three times a year, but it's all at once. Yeah. I watch on three screens all at once at different times of the movie just to get it all in. Roadhouse is another one. Oh, my gosh. Never seen it. What a movie. Because you talk so much about it. Because talent has talked so much about it. I'm afraid to watch it now. I'm afraid to watch it. I am anti-Patrick Swayze. I know, but he's so good. I am against Patrick Swayze. Sam Elliott. Despite all, like, the stories about what a wonderful human being he was. He's but Bodie. I love Roadhouse. But in Point Break, Bodie and Point Break. Those are yeah. those two. Those are my two. Right. I don't drink any Ghost. To, I don't need any of that none stuff. None of that. I'm going to add a call back here. Okay. I don't know what .65 means, but if it doesn't mean Patrick Swayze, it's wrong. That's fair. There you go. He is a .65. Maybe yeah. like head to neck ratio. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> Book or movie you know you're supposed to be impressed by, but you just aren't. Oh, that's a tough one. Seems like we're on track for well, that anyway. <laughs> you could throw any of those Martin Scorsese movies in there. I'm supposed to be impressed, but I just keep going. All right. You know, the accent's not right. You could do better. Uh, with books, that's a tougher one because I don't know that you're supposed to be impressed by books anymore. Uh, if but you're you know, looking. People say, hey, have you, you have read this? this one, yeah. You got to read that. I mean, I'm in a book club with you, so. Uh, If you'd like to join the I Like Beer, the podcast (laughs) book club, and know more about Ryan Wolt's opinions, as well as ours. I'll happily give them to you. Uh, We're currently reading a book that I chose that I am less impressed with than I would have hoped. I am halfway through Mrs. Dalloway by Virginia Woolf. 
I really struggled in the first quarter and I am loving it now. Uh, but we're going to London, so I'm like, yeah. this but is I'm what it's going to be like. It right now, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm grinding I mean, through it. I really it. wanted it to love it. an easy read. And I was talking to the guy when I bought it at the bookstore and, and everything else about it because he was telling me how great it was. And I, I'm, this is going to be awesome. And I started reading it. And I, I can read. And fa- and I'm like grinding through this book. Like, okay, I got to read a few more pages so I can be finished. In time. I, I went to the library and checked out 25 other books so okay. that I could distract myself from That's that fair. book. Uh, but I'll get there. You will. Uh, <clears> so that's a tough one. I think books are, in general, this great thing that whether they're good or they're bad, you can pull something out of them. Uh, my favorite author, no question, is Kurt Vonnegut. And one of the reasons I love reading his books is even the ones that are Talk about terrifically now. boring. I mean, but even his books that are, are not good, and there are some of them because he was prolific. There will be one sentence that I pull out and I go, oh, I mm-hmm. never would have thought that way before. And it was worth it for me to read all 40,000 other of these crappy words Sirens to get the Titan that. for that sentence. Yeah, that one. Galapagos is another one. <laughs> um, I always read those books with a, uh, I skip the beer and go to the whiskey and then I finish with the beer for those. <laughs> there you go. All right, Ryan, here we go. Yep. There's a Ryan question. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Adams. Or Nolan Ryan? Uh, Reynolds, Gosling, and Nolan Ryan at the same time. You can throw Ryan Adams in the river. (laughs) He's become problematic. He's been problematic. And unfortunately, because I used to be a big fan and I've been to a few of his shows. So you have... uh... But Ryan Gosling and Ryan Reynolds are not human. I don't think that they're real people. You shouldn't be that handsome, that smart and successful... And also that, funny. And You're telling leave, us. And that nice, yeah. No, yeah, it's fair. It's fair, Jeff. That's yeah. good. Leave yeah. the funny that's probably to the rest we, of us. Yes, yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's great. That's probably why we Boy, that hits home, yeah. doesn't it, Tom? Yeah. Yeah. And Nolan Ryan, purely because of what he did to Robin Ventura. Yes. It's just an unbelievable moment in sports history. If you're not, if you're listening and you don't know what it is, look up Nolan Ryan, Robin Ventura. Yeah. It's just look up Nolan Ryan statistics and baseball statistics, and he's unbelievable, unbelievable how good he was. I had a, a poster of him See, on my wall. As well. Yeah, yeah. I, I was taking every time you've come over, I take a couple notes for lightning round. I'm like I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask <laughs> questions go. about this. <laughs> and you spent a lot of time running a bar, family bar, restaurant. Norm, Cliff, Sam, or Fraser? Oh, uh, definitely Norm. Um, because of all the regulars, Norm is pretty relaxed. He's not a, you know, not a real issue. He's always very easygoing. He's the guy you want to hang out with probably at the bar. Yeah. Cliff would wear on you after a while. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cliff would wear on you. Fraser would wear on you Sam. immediately. Fraser's done. I wouldn't I like, if Fraser, I walked in and saw yeah. Fraser, I'd turn around and walk Gotta out. Go. Fraser's going to be at that one wine bar yeah, in yeah. Wisconsin. He's at the wine bar with his skinny <laughs> jeans on. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Telling you how 0.65 is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying you don't like my skinny jeans? Or? No, you're, we like yours. <laughs> yours work. Great. It just, works on you, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Are those J-Lo's? <laughs> they are. That's uh, Juicy Couture. <laughs> More importantly, Jerry, George, Elaine, or Kramer? Oh, this is really tough because I watch Seinfeld almost every night. Uh, I just put it on to fall asleep. It's one of those shows that I that I watch. That's why I love him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it changes from time to time, but I would say Elaine. Elaine is without question the most talented actress on that show, uh, talented actor on that show. Uh, She's hilarious. She's beautiful. She's funny and smart. And um, 
she makes me want to watch Veep. I haven't gotten there yet, but I will eventually. All right. Let me know when you start. Phone call or text? Text. Fight or flight? Someone challenged me to a fight today, actually. What? Wow. Uh, so In this, this is a studio? tough question. Was it Mateo? No, <laughs> uh, it was at the bank. At the um, bank? <laughs> Challenge you to a fight? I didn't fight, but I also didn't fight. So I think I fall somewhere in like talking my way through situations. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You know, I've never been in a fight with my brother. Fight or lecture. (laughs) I always thought if you can be smarter than the other guy in that moment, if you can not lose your cool, you're probably not going to get punched in the face. This came from, you told us the story, great story. About the fight with your brother when you realize uh, that he is bigger, stronger, faster, more wily, and more cruel than you. <laughs> well, I don't know that he's more cruel, but he's better at fighting. That is for sure. Uh, yes, he he had me cornered, and I remember talking him into uh, moving our fight to a different location out of respect for our mother or something along those lines. And uh, it ended up in my favor, but uh, in, in a favorable locale where I could run. Um, the flight. The flight. <laughs> in that case, yes. Um, but at uh, the bank, it's stall. But, but today on. at the bank, I thought, God, I really would like to fight this guy. <laughs> but I didn't because I'm not 12 years old and, you know, we were in public. Fair. Uh, and it seemed unreasonable. a situation in the bank where I'm going to fight. <laughs> I wasn't even at the bank. I just live next to a bank. Oh, you're just bank adjacent? I'm bank adjacent. (laughs) And banks have become weirdly contestuous places. They are like fight clubs. If you're you're someone who's still going to the bank and not doing it online, you're... True. I have not been to a bank in a long time. Very rare. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Tortoise or the hare? Tortoise. Chicken wings or sliders? Neither. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot who I'm talking to. <laughs> Need to update that. Well, all right, let's try this then. Pie or cake? Oh, pie. Mm. What yeah. kind? I'll leave right now. What kind? Ooh, ooh. It's okay with me. You know, I but used to be, I'm not the whole audience. I used to be a cake guy, for sure. Uh, but in my more recent years, going out to Julian more regularly, I'm a pie guy. Uh, apple first, but Marion Berry now after Marian some trips Berry. to more, to Oregon. Okay, yeah. All right, all right. Um, you, uh, yeah. I had a Marion Berry pie. That's, uh, still an incorrect answer, but you salvaged it. <laughs> you know, I was traveling down the coast of Oregon. I didn't know what a Marion Berry was. I thought it was a myth. Heaven. And uh, I randomly ended up uh, staying with this family, and the the woman there made me a Marion Berry pie. Made you your own pie? That's wow. You just ran, yeah, it, knocked it on a door. Incredible. Was it on this the windowsill? By the way, uh, it was, I'd like to I imagine mean, it, it might was. have been. I'd like to imagine it was. I probably was. Certainly, I mean, I I didn't check the sills or anything, but <laughs> it probably was though. Um, but she made this pie, and I I know they were talking to me while I was eating it, and I didn't hear a word they said. It was so good, <laughs> and I just said, "That's great," but I'll just stay in the guest room. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know what's going on here. Raised glaze or buttermilk bar. I don't even know what any of those are. Those are donuts. Uh, donut or no donut? <laughs> uh, no donut. Donut or muffin? Unless it's a cake donut uh, with coffee. There you go. Yeah, I was a coffee guy with no donut. Yeah, I'm not a good donut thing. guy, you but I have think. a friend, uh, Justin Callis. Shout out to him. Um, he's based out of Chicago and L.A. Uh, and he's a big 
coffee and donut guy. And we've done some bike rides where we just go from donut shop to donut shop to donut shop, get a crappy cup of coffee. And You've told me about donut. this. This is why I thought this was a fair question. <laughs> but I'm um, not the donut guy. I only do it when I'm with him. And and so. Well, when we have him on, I need an answer That's on that. Yeah. Can he's you call a, him? Can you text him right now? Probably, but he won't answer. Um, <laughs> because he's a uh, So you're a bit, you, you don't eat meat, but do you eat cheese being from Wisconsin? I do eat cheese. Great. Cheese curds, um, he said, is at the base of all this. Uh, yeah, I wanted to make sure before I ask this mm-hmm. second to last and very important question. Best way to enjoy cheese? Your mouth. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Joey's mouth is also amazing. I wouldn't uh, strongly, I would strongly recommend not putting it anywhere else. Um, but really in any format, as long as you're eating it. You'll be uh, okay. And finally, bull shark or orca? Oh, orca, for sure. I'm terrified of bull sharks. Yeah, me too. They yeah. might be some of the smartest yes, sharks. No they hunt in packs. They're like, they are. They're they like your, big, your little brother of the animal yeah. world. Oh, yes. my God. Vicious, yeah. Yeah. If there was like 10 of my little brothers all hunting me at the same time, that's, that's, that's what I imagine bull sharks would be like. Uh, orcas like a trip are to the bank. amazing. <laughs> I saw exactly some orcas is. while I was in Oregon. Yeah. Uh, I was actually at, uh, there's a brewery there whose name I'm going to lose. You went to the same brewery, I believe. Yeah. Oh, great place. Wherever it was. You can think of the name. Uh, but I, I walked out to the, the harbor and there's kind of like a place where the boats come in and I was kind of standing there for a moment and I thought I'd head back to my campsite and all of a sudden I saw a fin and I thought, man, that is the biggest dolphin I've ever seen. <laughs> and then the fin came up again. I said, that dolphin is on, I, there's something wrong with that dolphin. And then it rolled over, and I saw this big orca face with the white dot. I thought, oh, my God, this is the greatest moment That's of my awesome. life. That's awesome, yeah. Uh, and we were maybe 20 feet away. That's cool. Wow. That is cool. Yeah, well, they live there in that uh, harbor year-round. They don't travel like most orcas do. That's fantastic. This has been Lightning Round with Ryan Wolt. And now we that know took a, long time a little more. Lightning round. Yeah, they usually go a lot faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to put a timer on the next one. I feel like that okay. was. Oh, we're gonna have to put, put a timer on the next one. Between this and retelling stories you told the last time, it's been a haul. Uh, Mateo's got his work cut. <laughs> but Ryan, remind our listeners where they can hear your podcast, find your books, yep. and know more about your adventures. So you can listen to any coffee podcast, whether it's interviews or education, anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's, you can search for Coffee People or Coffee Smarter. Honestly, like if you just search for coffee, you're probably going to find me. Uh, we do have a website. It's called roastwestcoast.com. Uh, if you want to find the books, uh, you can look for Ryan Woltz, author. You know, just Google it, and I'll probably pop up. Uh, I do have a website. It's um, onewildlifebooks.com. And uh, the newest book, Tomorrow Eli and Tomorrow Jane, it's out there now. Uh, there's no going back. The story has been told. The end of the story has been told. Uh, and now I'm just going to write something that has nothing to do with humans, I think. Oh, there we right. go. nice tease. Nice. Ryan Wolf, thank you for sharing your time, your beer, yep. and your stories with us. Yeah, you're welcome. No, thank you for inviting me back. Uh, <laughs> Apparently. I always, I always appreciate being welcomed back to a space because it means I didn't say something too problematic the first time. Well, no one remembers. Yeah, we didn't know the yeah. Titanic yeah, part, whether yeah. yeah. you pick fights at the bank. I mean, we'll <laughs> re- re- rethink here. it yeah, from a PR perspective from here. You're, you've become, the word is problematic. Yes. Uh, you lost a little of your riz. That's true. <laughs> if Leonardo DiCaprio is listening to this, I am also... Uh, Super pro environmentalism, and I could use a sponsor. That's fair. That's fair. 
Listeners, thank you for spending the time with us. Remember, just a moment to rate us, review us, wherever you get our podcast. I got to give each of these beers a 0. 0.65. That's true. But, but this it's is a new rating, rating scale yeah. where that is perfection. Ideal is 0. 0.65. I agree. <laughs> but the coffee one, because I'm not a huge coffee guy, I went 0. 0.85 on the coffee one. But <laughs> point, bigger, I went 0. 0.65 on the other one. Yeah, because that's a little bigger bottom. Yeah, exactly. I absolutely love that Golden yeah. Stout by yeah. Carl Strauss. Yeah, I, I think it's better than last It's year. actually very clean drinking and stuff. And I actually, for me, that the, uh, that I'm not a huge fan of coffee and the flavor of coffee, I actually found myself I enjoying it. I saw you pour a little yeah, no, extra. I poured extra. <laughs> I poured more. So I found myself as I was drinking it, enjoying it. But they call that growth. That's maturity. Yes. I'd like to just say before we go, if it's possible, uh, you said something very nice earlier, and I would like to, to reciprocate. Uh, it's been Oops. a pleasure getting to know you, all of you. Well, you I don't know so yeah, much. Yeah, but yeah. The Jeffs He's for delightful. certain. Yes. Uh, producer will get there. Wait yeah. to meet Mateo's uh, mustache. Yeah. Mateo's mustache sold me the minute I saw <laughs> yeah. him. We were on board. Uh, also his socks. Did you see his socks today? I'm I never get past the mustache. <laughs> Just like uh, I never get past Joe's point six five. That's true. But I appreciate you know you guys accommodating me and bringing me into your little world here of books and beer and uh, telling stories. And anytime, it's been a pleasure. Anytime. And guess what? We get to see you next Monday for book club. That's true. For Mrs. Dalloway. I, I got to start cranking. I got to start cranking on Sounds that book. horrible. I, I, I passed a point where I'm Try thoroughly to, enjoying it, but it took no. a bit. Can we curse on this show? Yeah. <laughs> you can. We can. Yeah. Check us out on Instagram and X. Visit our website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. We'd love to keep drinking, and we might. But right now, we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a five, or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N, beer run.